Good morning, everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us. This is our um, uh, live episode or episode for um, uh, Fireside uh, Chat. That's the localization Fireside channel. Uh, I'm honored to be um, uh, with me today, um, Vale Marchenko. He's the CEO of VoxCube and the co-founder of, of VoxCube. Um, vale, welcome to the uh, to the episode. Welcome to the to the conversation. Uh, appreciate your time with us this morning. If you don't mind uh, introducing yourself to the audience and let us know a little bit about yourself. Sure. Well, thank you very much, Robin, and well, thank you very much. First of all, good morning, and uh, thank you very much for, for for meeting me and for having me uh, on the on on this uh, Fire Chat podcast. So, yeah, as 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 you said, my name is Valentin uh, Vale. In, in short, uh, I'm a co-founder and the CEO of um, of a localization AI powered localization startup called VoxCube. Um, well, if, if speaking about my story, uh, I'm, I'm originally from Russia and uh, now I live in Vienna for quite some time already. And, uh, I graduate actually, I don't have, uh, an extensive background in localization. I mean, it's not, it, it has not been a, you know, this step-by-step -step route, uh, bringing me to where I am right now. But uh, what I can say is that I, I've always been connected to, to uh, language and, and to language industries. So I graduate uh, uh, in, in Chinese economy and Sinology. Uh, so I've, I've been working with China for uh, quite some time, uh, for almost 10 years of, of, of my life. I studied Chinese. I used to live in China. Uh, I studied in China. And I was uh, bringing um, Chinese companies uh, to the world and, and, and world's companies to China, uh, working on several consulting projects. Uh, so, yeah, well, basically, language has has always been uh, an inherent part part uh, of 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 my life, mm -hmm. and uh, I suppose that's that's that that's why I, I, I'm here right now in 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 the localization industry, and um, that helped me a lot. This this uh, background helped me a lot to understand more about the localization and why it is actually needed uh, for, for, for the world and not only for the uh, feature content world, but more so uh, in, in, in a corporate environment and in a business environment, uh, so to say. Well, thank you, Vali, for this introduction. Uh, very interesting uh, background. And, uh, you know, most people, um, they um, share the same pretty much story, like, uh, you were born in one language, uh, you're doing business in different languages, you get exposed to other languages, and you see the opportunity of that interconnectivity between uh, what where you come from and where you're going to be going in the future in terms of transacting for a job, for economy, etc. And then people see the opportunity in, in building those connections using languages and using languages to uh, uniquely connect with each other as a humanity. So my uh, next question, uh, Vale, is uh, tell me a little bit more about uh, VoxCube. I know you guys are located in uh, Vienna. Um, you have a very interesting technology. I haven't talked to you before a little bit about it. <laughs> and um, and uh, I, I, I think from my understanding of the technology, I feel like there's a great potential for this uh, going forward. And uh, if you don't mind, uh, in your own words, just describe what uh, VoxCube does. And uh, where do you see the opportunity going forward? Well, we think, or at least we hope, that there is something uh, in the future for this technology. And, and we actually already see 
that that there is something uh, for the technology in the world, and especially in the localization industry. So what VoxCube does in a nutshell is leveraging uh, the power of neural voiceover uh, technologies of speech synthesis models and combining it uh, with the beauty and with the comfortness of um, of the human workflow of of uh, of a traditional localization workflow basically boxcube as of today boxcube uh works as a service for providing uh audio and video localization services uh using and leveraging speech synthesis technology so what we did is we created our uh own proprietary technology uh, and we're creating our custom voices in different languages uh in in different tonalities and different characters and uh we use them to um uh, to to voice over and to localize uh corporate content not only corporate but corporate as of today corporate is our main segment and when i speak about corporate i uh mostly mean educational videos uh product feature videos and uh promo videos even Sometimes, but we also work on on blogging content. Uh, we also work on documentaries content, um, and and we're looking forward to working with feature content. But uh, today, well, the, there are some certain limitations uh, to the technology itself, which uh, again today uh, limit us from from going into the feature content world. But I think we'll be there uh, eventually. Um, thanks, uh, thanks for this and, and uh, for the introduction, and thanks for um, informing um, our, our audience about uh, your organization. And this is what this channel is about, to be honest with you, is to lift up voices of young entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs who's got um, new ideas, uh, brand new ideas into the industry, and bring them forward to uh, the industry. Obviously, our industry has grown over the years. There's many suppliers in our industry. There's many companies providing services in, in, in our industry. The last statistics, I believe, is about over 18,000 companies in our industry globally providing services. And, you know, lots of voices in our industry. So it's pretty hard sometimes to differentiate or to get your voice heard uh, from everything else that's going around around us. So that's why I decided to start this channel is to have these conversations with interesting ideas, interesting individuals that made a difference in the industry either brand new entrepreneur or young entrepreneurs such as yourself, Valio, and others. And the conversation's always been around, um, for me at least, in, um, in, in the language industry is about two items. One is the uh, absolutely, um, from a humanity perspective, is an absolutely needed service uh, to connect people uh, together. And this has been the case from since the Babylon's days, since 10,000 years ago. And we'll always be here. I mean, I understand uh, some of our colleagues in our industry are a bit afraid sometimes from technology and they see technology coming, they run the other way, in some cases, not always. And they feel technology sometimes is, it brings a lot of, you know, the, um, a lot of um, negative connotation to it because people feel afraid of technology. Sometimes it's gonna take away their jobs. It's gonna change the way the business runs. But I personally see an opportunity in technology. I feel technology enable us to do more with less, enable us to achieve that communication between various demographics at a more effective rate, and it allows more content to be transferred from one language to another. Because let's face it, uh, currently, uh, it, it doesn't matter if it's video or audio or 
whatever the content is or written material, we are creating more and more every day. And the uh, last year's statistics was around 30% increase in content creation worldwide. So in order for us to continue moving that content between various demographics group to be understood by various demographic groups, we definitely need to have either A, more and more translators coming into the picture and doing this manually, or we need to introduce uh, technologies. And so technology is making us more efficient and allowing us to translate more and allow us the consumer to consume more languages in their own languages, more content in their own languages. So I feel, I feel you're on the right track. I feel like you have the right idea because audio and, 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 and uh, multimedia videos are gonna be the essence of communication. Hence, this channel is a video based not, and not, not podcast. We are going to start a podcast a stream parallel to this uh, channel. So we're gonna probably strip the audio out of these videos and, and put them on a podcast okay. channel down the road. Uh, but video and communicating via visual means are you know, one of the most effective way of communicating I would say podcast is okay, and you people are doing much more now with podcasts. But I do feel when you visually speak to somebody over a camera, preferably in face to face, that's the optimal um, <laughs> means of communication. But you know, sitting at a coffee table somewhere in a coffee shop means a lot more than doing uh, communicating communicating over vi over video. So, based on this, where do you see the market for you guys uh, at VoxCube in terms of? you know, what you do, uh, the video editing, the video transformation or audio in this case too. So, so many thoughts <laughs> running, <laughs> running through my mind right now. Uh, well, just reflecting on what you've just said. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for providing us young folks uh, with this platform. I mean, it, it is exactly, well, the industry is very fragmented, right? And there are a lot of different players. There are lots of different companies and some of them are big ones. Some of them are small ones and everybody's trying to get their piece of cake. Um, and um, well, it is, again, well, for a startup, it is very hard to, 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 make, uh, to make yourself heard, uh, right? Among, among those uh, myriads of, of, of channels, among those myriads of, of um voices uh coming from every platform and 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 uh this incentive this this uh platform that you provide to us is is something well uh which is very hard to be overestimated it, it, it's thank you th thank you for that um now reflecting on on what you said about uh the industry itself um well yes i mean video is becoming the primary source of information Right? And, and it is it is not somewhere in the future. It is uh, not uh, hypothetical. It is like this today. So we consume on average, and like an average internet user is consuming 100 minutes of video every day, right? Or 80% um, of the global internet traffic is constituted by by video. And videos create uh, something like what 40% more. Uh, or to be exact, I don't actually remember. Uh, something like 48% more views and, and more conversions are created by video uh, ads uh, and not by, by, by text-based ads. Mm -hmm. So this is, some, this is something to think about already, right? If, if you're a content creator. Then the next point is if you're addressing a global market, you need to think, all right, what does 
this market, what is the language language this market speaks, right? And, and if you just dig a bit deeper, there are 8 billion people in this world and 6.5 billion don't speak English language. And as a non-English native myself, uh, I can... Well, I can say that it is sometimes very hard to comprehend information in non-native language, especially when it comes to some specified content. If, you, if you're trying to learn a new skill or if you're trying to, to just, well, grab some, in, some valuable information for you from the market. So if you combine those two, right, the, the, the answer uh, is, 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 well, just obvious. You need to start speaking the language your audience does, right? And this is, this is one, one, one takeaway. Uh, then if, if we're speaking about uh, the jobs, there are several ways to do this, right? So, so you can either go to a traditional uh, voiceover agency, which, which, which is great. And I mean, you will get the perfect results. But as a startup or even as a scale-up company or, or as an influencer, man, it's, it's pricey, right? And, and, and we know that by, by experience, we've been running the the voiceover and dubbing localization agency ourselves, traditional one. It's it's pretty costly and it's heavy in terms of processes. So not everyone can can afford this. Mm-hmm. Then then you can uh, hire freelancers and it will be cheaper. And there are great voices out there. There are great translators out there. But you need to pick those. You need you need to do your homework and you need to to find those people. You need to test them. You need to, to, to make quality assurance, right? And then you need to manage all of them, right? So, so they're coming, you need to manage a person who's doing the translation, you need to manage a person providing a voiceover, then you need to queue in, uh, QA those, and then you need to merge this all together. And again, this is a very heavyweight process. Um, so another, like the third stream would be to, to go and, and, and buy a subscription for a speech synthesis software, which is, I mean, understandable. And for some startups, for just to test their hypothesis uh, on the open market, it it's 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 a good go. But let me tell you something, and and, and you know that better than uh, than me. When it comes to technology, uh, and and especially for a novel technology, it takes not only great software, but also great skills behind that software and great great people behind that software to. Um, to manage the output, again, yeah, machine translation been around for what eighty years already, but still, still you need to uh, QA and you need to edit the machine output. And same with the speech synthesis, right? So same, you need you need to make sure that the audio does not only sound human or human like. You need to make it engaging. Otherwise, well, your content uh, is is worth nothing, right? So, and this brings us well. This is actually the reason why we decided to, uh, well, not only create software, but also provide services and, and, and create this market for, uh, we call it a neural voice over artist, uh, create this, this um, position or create this profession, neural voice over artist is, is, is a person who is in, on the edge of several industries, which is a translation industry, which is a sound design industry and a bit of a well uh, programming or coding, right? So, so this person need, need need to combine several skills. Um, and when we're speaking about the technology and and about those biases that technology will take over the world and will uh, take our jobs, some of them well, it it is 
it might be true, but only partially true. And especially when it comes to our market, to our industry, um, well, this this technology, this uh, speech synthesis technology, won't take any jobs and actually will create more jobs. It's about transformation, it's, isn't it, Vali? Yeah, it's, it's just about due to the fact that this has not been translated before. All right. This market has, has, has not existed before, right? So no one was translating corporate videos. I mean, some, someone did, but on the scale, no. And this is some, something novel. This is something that is only entering the market. So we think and we try to, uh, to, to push this notion to the world that it, it is not harmful. It is not, um, you should not fear, but, but, but embrace this. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. To, to embrace this and, and, and to catch this opportunity to, to, to learn your skills, to, to uh, find yourself in this market and to start offering new services and, and new opportunities for those who seek for those opportunities. You know, I went on your website and I, what impressed me is the, uh, and you talked about the uh, human-like uh, voices, yeah. synthetic human-like voices. And I've tried them <clears throat> on your voice, uh, on your on your website. And the voices really sounded like human-like. Um, I've played around with uh, synthetic voices before and it sounded computerized. But what I've seen on your, uh, on your website from the samples I've, I've been able to uh, listen to, um, it's, a, it's a very good improvement and, and it's really it's almost exact as a human. Uh, but I couldn't believe it was generated by a computer. And that's what interested me to carry on a conversation and uh, the quality of that uh, technology that you're using it's it's really impressive. I I, I really liked it. The, thank you. <laughs> First of all, and then because again because there is a human input to this, right? It is not pure machine output. Because if 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 you take pure machine output, raw machine output, it will sound nice. It will sound human like. Because again, the voices that we create, they're not just well taken out from, from nowhere, they are based on the real voices of real voice talents, right? So how, mm -hmm. how do you create the, the, the data set for, for, uh, for the model? You record an artist, a voice talent for mm -hmm. 50 hours in, of, of, an end, of an end recording. And it takes much longer to, to uh, get those 50 end hours, right? Mm -hmm. And then you transform this into model and well, you, you, you align this, those, uh, those recordings with the text, with the you know, labels according to phoneme alphabets and according to te um, uh, SSML tags and everything, right? You feed it in, into the machine and then machine starts, well, basically learns how to speak if, if, if I put it in, a, uh, in, in, in very simple terms. Um, and it will be able to provide you with a human-like output. But again, if you want to take it one step further, if you want to really sound it human and engaging, you need a human who can manage this, who can understand the context, who can uh, well fine tune the output that way, so it will be aligned with the content and it will sound natural to this particular type of content, which is being processed. So it's pretty much what we've been talking about for a while, that autonomous machine doing this work, it doesn't matter what work it is in the language industry. Um, there are some aspects of it, but the, for the most part, it is still a human in the middle, uh, kind, of an, kind of an involvement. A human still involved in uh, delivering the ultimate 
output or deliverable, whatever that is. Uh, you still need a human being involved and in going back to the original uh, idea that, you know, machines going to take over. Absolutely. They'll have a bigger and more roles in the industry, but not, not on the expense of sidelining the, the professional uh, the professionals who are actually either doing the engineering or doing the adaptation or doing the tweaking, if you will, or the programming of these of these machines and trying to make sure that the output is correct. Um, so as an entrepreneur, um, if you don't mind, uh, and, and uh, since the start, what was your major challenges or major challenge that you faced and you had to overcome in putting VoxCube together as, as an organization or as a company? Oh, there, there were quite a few, actually. <laughs> um, well, first of all, this uh, understanding this, that, that we need, we still need, uh, and not still need, it's, it's a very harsh uh, way to put it, but that we actually need a human uh, uh, behind the wheel. Because initially we, wanted, we, we were working on a software and, and we we're thinking about launching a SaaS business. And while we're searching the market, we're talking to, to, to people, we're understanding uh, the needs and understanding the limitations of, 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 of the technology itself. We came to an understanding that, well, there is no way uh, we can do it without a human. So we had to pivot even before we started. And that was one, 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 one of the major uh, challenges, actually. And the biggest challenge, and which, which is yet to be overcome, um, is to put this notion and, and to create this notion that localization is needed and that you actually need to, uh, to speak the language your audience does because this creates intimacy between you as a brand, you as a business, and your audience, right? Common knowledge and, and, and common sense in, in some ways says that. Uh, English is, is a lingua franca, right? And, and well, we're speaking English, uh, you and me right now, even, even though we're both uh, not English natives, right? As, as, as I assumed. Yes. Uh, and, and, uh, and English is predominant in, 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 in this language uh, environment. Mm -hmm. But if, if, if you uh, want to achieve, uh, if, if you want to attract more audience if, if you want to create this uh i would even say includes in, uh, like an inclusive picture an inclusive image of your brand then you need to start speaking the language your audience does because other uh, and, and there are some great numbers actually um proving that uh you know this um can't read won't buy research uh, we, a, a great, a great research, and, and it's a, it's a regular one, yeah, right? I read that one. So it's it's a, a, a yearly based research, and, and the last one says that sixty five percent of global consumers prefer to uh, receive content, like in a product uh, related content, in their own language, and and to have localization, even if it's of, of a pure quality, of of a poor quality, uh, yeah. So, and this tells us something, right? So me is, and I think that we came to that stage as, as a humanity uh, that, that, that we, um, the, we start shifting away from those globalization trends um, and especially in our daily lives. I want 
brands to be speaking to me in, in, in my language so I can really understand what they are about and what they're trying to bring to my plate. And, and if I see a brand taking this extra step, mm-hmm. that already hooks me, mm-hmm. right? So that already creates um, some, some common ground for me and this brand. And I will be willing to start exploring more and I will be willing to take a further look into what this brand or what this business does because I know they paid attention to me. Mm-hmm. I know they, they, they took this extra effort uh, to engage me in, 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 into their activities. And, and that's what pleases me uh, as, as, as a consumer. For sure. Now, so, to, to, validate, so, to validate your point, uh, early in, you know, anecdotally, and, and, I, and I know we're having a coffee, we're having a good chat here, but anecdotally, like uh, in the early 2000s, and I won't name any names, uh, there was a medical device company was based in North America, was trying to sell their products to Europe. And um, they, uh, the, they had this idea that if you don't speak English, you can't use our product. So, but they managed somehow to sell their product because it was such a needed product to a country in uh, Europe. And the country in Europe, um, it was a, obviously it's a medical product. They ended up misusing the product. And um, there was a, uh, a huge issue with the way the information was being read as a user manual and the operator who's using these machines and there ended up, you know, some health concerns with uh, with the with the patients. So that resulted in a um, that resulted in a lawsuit that took a long time to rectify, and it was a quite penalty, quite a big penalty. The second factor that is driving this: so either you translate because for health, for uh, for safety reasons, you need to translate, and you need to localize your content into those languages. And the country from the, the okay. globe in, in general, from you know 20 years ago till now, we became a lot more interconnected. Um, you know, the you, the internet use, usage has, I don't know, uh, infinite. You know, uh, in in terms of growth, how many how many internet users we have right now, how many mobile users we have right now, and everybody's got the world basically at their fingertip through their cell phones. Really, I mean, you can you can access anything you want now over your cell phone. So we're cyborgs already. So, in the, in so sense, you're yeah. right. You're absolutely correct. You know, so the notion that says, you know, and I can't believe it nowadays, it doesn't matter what corner of the world you're in. You know, you go on YouTube, you go on, you know, try to find these content creators and content creators are creating content. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of Africa, you're in the middle of India, you're in the middle of China and connecting with others that they are in different parts of the world. So content creation is happening anywhere, everywhere, because we've minimized the barrier to entry to create content by giving people cell phones, but people now can buy a cell phone and point the cell phone to their face and create content. And those are the major content creators around the world that they're affecting how we work, how we live, we learn from each other, we learn from their experiences. And those content creators, in some cases, I don't know if you notice it, some content creators to avoid this entire, you know, I wanna localize my content to some, you know, to another language, they're not using words in some cases. They're just creating pictures and images or videos of things, how to or etc. They're not using words anymore. In some cases, in a lot of cases, obviously words still being used, etc. But if you are to avoid that barrier that you just mentioned earlier, I would like to get a little bit more intimate with my audience by localizing my videos. And uh, there was a case about a retail 
uh, retail chain that doesn't use a lot of words in their user manual. I won't name them again. Mm-hmm. They use they use pictures. Uh, they still localize quite a bit, uh, and they're one of the larger consumer of, of localization services. However, um, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Languages and language in general. If I speak three languages, obviously, and you speak more than one language, obviously, and for me, sometimes when I hear something in more than one language, I just feel more connected with the brand. You're right. You're absolutely correct. Um, in a lot of cases, you know, sometimes if I, I don't know, we've all been there trying to, you bought a table, trying to put it together. You read the user yeah. manual, you can't do that. And you read it in English and, and I read it in English and I feel like there's something wrong with the English. I'm not understanding this correctly, but I go down to the other two languages that I speak. I see maybe, maybe I'm starting to put the picture together and start to put the table together. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And, and well, uh, to continue this, so you, you mentioned this company, right, who, 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 who uh, didn't localize their products, but they still managed to sell them. Um, but that won't use anymore. Or that, that, that won't work anymore. Because well, you said it, it was back in well, the beginning of 2000, right? It's, it's, it's 2023 and, and the competition is fierce. Right. And, and for me as a consumer, be it a, a B2C consumer or a B2B consumer, right? I, I, each solution has, well, three, five, 10 different alternatives. And right. if I'm choosing between those and I see that one has localization and one, well, talks to me and explains to me in, in, in my language so I can understand it, then, well, I'll be more eager to, to, to explore this opportunity over that. Uh, one which 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 didn't do it, Absolutely. and and uh, when when we're talking about uh, actually, it's 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 a funny thing. Um, we've been doing those those customer um, research interviews uh, on on basically a daily basis, and uh, one one of the guys we talked to um, called it the Bay Area state of mind, uh, which is uh, every everyone assumes that everyone speaks English. And 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 there was, this was a localization manager, and, and he said that that my job, my daily job, is to convince my employer that this Bay Area state of mind doesn't work anymore. <laughs> that we need to to localize, be it audio, video, I don't know, text, whatever. That we need to make this effort. And I will I will bring up bring up one example, right? So, uh, you know, it's like there, this. Uh, one of the most popular models right now, uh, especially for the product-led uh, companies, uh, like the cloud software co- uh, companies. Um, so the model of, 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 of marketing or, or, or of development is to drive your users uh, higher up the value chain, uh, up, up the value ladder, right? So once your customer uh, your end consumer, your end customer understands more about your product. This uh, person starts um, advocating for mm. this product, right? So, so I'm using a software. Uh, I understand how it works. I understand uh, all the features, and and, and it's very useful for me. And I start recommending it to to, to other people. Uh, and this is well, this is this is a great uh, opportunity for a company for this um, well, zero, so to say, zero effort marketing. But in order to do so, you need to actually um, train your customer that way so he or she understands how to use this product. And again, if I'm a non-English speaker uh, and if, if my English is poor, but I really like the product, I won't be able to climb this letter chain, uh, this, this value chain, uh, if I don't receive information in, in, in my native language. So 
well, you see this, right? So, so mm-hmm. if I don't receive this, I won't, I won't advocate for the product because I won't learn how to use it uh, properly. Mm-hmm. And if, if I have a proper localization, again, be it a text localization or be it an audio or video localization or UX localization, you name it, right? If, if I start seeing that, that, then it's easier for me to comprehend what the product is about. So it's easier for me to climb up the value chain. So the more uh, the, the chances are I will, I will start advocating for this product. And I see this, well, even though this localization input is very, very, very tough and very, very hard to uh, quantify, right? But I personally see this direct connection between localization and uh, the, 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 the impact it brings to your product. Oh, absolutely. There are many studies out there, and I know we're coming up on time here, but there are many studies out there that connects uh, localization return on investment to actual revenue for organizations. I mean, that doesn't, um, it's been validated over the years um, that it, the more you translate, the more revenue you, you, uh, you achieve if, 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 if you are in a B2C or B2B environment. Um, so having said all this, um, any, uh, on, so, you know, uh, for our audience, so they know a little bit about how to reach you, uh, what are you looking for? Uh, how can our audience assist you? I, I'm assuming like everybody else, uh, you have a few challenges you'd like to resolve. One is perhaps finding customers, uh, perhaps finding partners. Um, you know, I mean, um, and it's, and I find in our industry, this is the one of the word, one of the um, area in our industry that our industry shy shy away from talking about. You know, I'm you know like everybody else in our industry, we're all looking for customers, but nobody talks about that, right? So <laughs> it's it's one of those subjects that no, we, we're doing well. We don't need customers. I just no, I I, I find it really, <laughs> really, I don't know what 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 the word to use here, but I think I think let's be honest, we're all looking for revenue, we're all looking for customers, and I'm assuming you are too. Uh, so how do we people write, how people would reach you? I, I go to uh, voxcube.com, I'm assuming. Um, I'll put your, I'll put the information on the screen here for you, but is there any other way you would like uh, to be reached? Uh, well, of course, we're, of course, we're doing great, right? But we'll, we'll, we'll do even better if we have more customers. Yeah. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, it is a startup and it is a business. Uh, and then, yeah, well, it's, it's boxcube.com. Uh, you have a book demo button. And so just sign, sign up and, uh, uh, well, there is a Calendly link. You can talk to me directly uh, for uh, 15, 30 minutes. And uh, I will explain everything there is about Boxcube and I will explain why you need localization or why you don't need localization for that matter. Or So we, we can just chat uh, about localization issues. Uh, and yeah, I mean, boxcube.com or my LinkedIn profile, Valentin Marchenko, is the way to go. Absolutely. Just, I want to th- thank you, Val, uh, this morning uh, for joining me. I really appreciate your time. It's an honor to have you with me. And uh, um, let's uh, stay in touch. Hopefully bring you again in a few months online here with us and update us on the progress of, of your organization, VoxCube. And any other uh, thoughts or words uh, before we, uh, before we uh, hang up? Um, yeah, well, thank you very much. And um, guys, start speaking the language your audience does. Thank you, Val. I appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your day. And thanks for having, having thank you on. Thank you very much. Appreciate thank it. you very much.